Oh my goodness, I have to share with you um, my experience because there's so much that we could all learn. <laughs> my experience in trying to buy a new car. Oh my goodness, it's been some time since I was last in a vehicle dealership and um, I've had to go through that experience just now. And there's so much stuff that we could be talking about. Um, it's probably probably going to need a few podcasts to get through all this little lot. Um, but let me just share with you the backstory to sh- let you know where we're at and uh, and how we came this far. So I'm currently driving around in a company car. So this is a car that is paid for by my company, um, uh, but I'm driving it around. So it's not actually my car. Um, and actually, it's not the company's car either because the company is leasing it from a finance company so it's actually the leasing company's car that my company has financed from and that i am driving uh, with the permission of my company so um long and long story short this vehicle is going back to the leasing company and i only realized that it was going back uh, a few days ago And that's my fault because I should have known the dates that it was going back. But one reason or another, that kind of got missed, uh, missed, passed me by. And anyway, the date has come up and I need to sort out a new vehicle. Now, over here in the UK, uh, there's lots of different taxes that can happen around vehicles and whether you own them yourself or whether your company owns them and how polluting they are and whether they're for personal use or whether they're for commercial use. And it's a whole minefield. So there is this, it's very difficult to actually work out what you should do. Should you buy a car yourself? Should you buy it through the company? Should you lease it? Should you buy it? Should you hire it? Should you, uh, ah, so many options. But anyway, I, I, uh, with all of these different options that are available, the first port of call is actually to try and figure out what vehicle you want figure out figure that out and then get in touch with some dealers who you will hope will help you and this i found was the first challenge so um i have identified a potential replacement vehicle and i thought what i'll do is i'll go and do a bit of research i'll go and have a look around the um, manufacturer's website become a bit familiar with the with the vehicle let's go and have a look at some second hand uh websites have a look and see what kind of resale values there are on the vehicles what the reviews are i'm sure these are kinds of things that we we all do nowadays we all need to we just do this research to find out a bit more about uh about the car that we're potentially looking to buy before starting to get in touch now uh it just so happens that the dealership uh, there is a dealership very local to me within the you know within a mile or so of where of where I live there's a dealership of this particular vehicle manufacturer I thought you know what let's 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 go there first so I um, I filled in their online form to say that I was interested in this in this vehicle 
and um and and very very responsively within it must have been within half an hour maybe 30 to 40 minutes later i had a phone call and it popped up and it was from this vehicle manufacturer and I went, oh, okay you've filled in a formula website that's good what vehicle are you interested in um what 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 are you using it for share a little bit of information and so i passed on this information and they went okay right that's great thank you very much i will now get somebody from the dealer to call you he went, well, hang on a sec. Well, who are you? And it turns out this person who called me up was from the head office, and they weren't actually my local dealer. It was the head office. And they said, oh, I will pass all your details over to the local dealership, and they will then get in touch with you and give you some pricing and let you know, let you know the offers. So, okay, right, that sounds, uh, that sounds fine. Uh, so anyway, I sort of twiddled my thumbs for a bit. And a few hours later, um, after some meetings here at work, cause it's, you know, during a normal work day, I come back and I find that there's this voicemail from the local dealership um, on, my, uh, on my phone. So uh, the guy there said, Look, sorry, I missed you. Um, give me a call back. So I phoned him back, uh, left a voicemail message for him. Um, and then I started getting into this sort of email trail. You know, the following day I had an email. Oh, sorry, I haven't been able to get in touch with you. Um, our systems are currently down. Um, and uh, please call me and uh, I will then be able to give you pricing. So phone the guy back again. Uh, what happens? We get a voicemail again, leave another message. Uh, two or three days later, I've actually not heard back from him. So I'm now like three days after making the inquiry to my local dealer, having had a phone call from head office, and I've still not managed to speak to anyone um, at the local dealership. So I figured, eh, perhaps they're not interested. So um, so I thought, I'll, bro- I'll widen my net. I'll give myself some options. Let me go and have a look at a couple of other dealerships a little bit further away. So I submitted my information on two other dealership websites. One of them, I went through exactly the same experience. It wasn't the same. Uh, it wasn't the same dealership, but it was a different dealership, different network. So they were competitors. And yeah, sure. I got a phone call from head office. Take my details. Blah blah. I'll pass you over to the local dealer. Um, and then the local dealer emailed. Uh, what is it you're after? You know, let me give you a price, and and off we go. The third dealership that I got in touch with, I got a phone call from the dealership, and it was person who said look tell tell me what you want tell me what you're interested in um uh interested to hear about what your budget is what what it is you're looking for for from the vehicle and why don't you then pop in and look we'll we'll line you up with uh with a test drive we'll show you we'll show you around the vehicle um pop it whenever it's convenient just let us know when it's convenient and we'll we'll be ready for you i thought what a what a breath of fresh air that was it's actually somebody who's come off the internet and is actually talking to me like a human being rather than as a lead that is being passed around from one place to another uh, being fed into a sales team who may or may not be bothered about following up with me so i did i called back that dealership and i made an arrangement to go in and go and have a look around a vehicle uh, last weekend and this was on a sunday i popped over there on a sunday afternoon because that was a time that was convenient for me 
and uh, I met up with the team there and uh, and surely took me around uh, showed me around various vehicles we sat in we talked about talked about the car uh, we talked about um, finance options um, and how how I was going to pay for it uh, so we talked through talked through that but the whole experience was very very easy and that was because this particular dealership was not working through a head office. It wasn't a big network of dealerships. It was one dealership um, where they were following up on their own inquiries. And guess what? By following up on their own inquiries, they cared about these leads that were coming in. They cared about following up because it was going to directly affect, affect their numbers. I can only imagine that in this network of dealerships where leads come through to HQ first, HQ do this qualification step of, uh, are you interested? Shall I pass you over to the dealership? They qualify you and then toss you over. The dealers themselves are just getting past leads all day and then we become a commodity. Now, I'm looking to spend tens of thousands of pounds or tens of thousands of dollars on buying a brand new vehicle and i've uh, and i've only had contact with what a serious contact from one of those dealerships and i find that quite shocking now that dealership that i am talking to we're now into a nice little negotiation i don't know how much margin these dealers make out of selling vehicles i've tried figuring out what their margin is i figured that actually it's probably not as much as I think it is. I imagine some second-hand dealers get better margins than perhaps these uh, <laughs> these franchise dealerships because the conversation with these, uh, this sales guy is a bit protracted. We're going backwards and forwards a bit, but the conversation is going on. And he is doing a very good job at making sure that he is clear on my budget and then trying to give me the best vehicle that he can within my budget. And he is including some add-ons. He's throwing some things in. He's trying to get me to uh, buy some extra add-ons as well that will just enhance the vehicle. I'm trying to hold off from those at the moment and see whether he'll throw them in. But the whole negotiation is now progressed a lot faster because... The dealership that got the inquiry direct themselves actually bothered to follow up. That is the dealership that is going to earn margin out of me. I respect the fact that I got a phone call from the people who I got in touch with, not with some call center in head office. I am negotiating with the person that I spoke to on the phone and the person that I met. So I feel a personal connection. Now, if you can build that connection early on in the sales process, you are going to make the experience for the buyer a lot easier. And I can tell you, as a buyer of a brand new vehicle, I do not want hassle from a dealership i do not want complicated hoops that i have to go through and i want to deal with somebody who actually you know i would like to do a deal they would like to do a deal and we can actually get a vehicle purchased rather than just being passed around like you know some faceless lead
So if I'm thinking about this in the terms of our magical numbers and what are the numbers that matter? You know, inquiry volume is really important and qualifying that inquiry is really important. But in this case, it's the dealership that actually made contact and got me into the sales discussion earliest is the one that is going to get the order. The, the dealers and the organizations that spent a long time or inserted extra steps in qualifying me before I got to the dealership, the dealership is one step removed. They care. They seem to care a little bit less than the ones that got in touch directly. So whilst all three have had me as an inquiry, the one that progressed into the sales conversation and opened that sales conversation the soonest with me is the one who is going to get my order. Because right now, I just don't feel a connection with those other dealers. So if you're looking to secure sales and secure margin from new inquiries, do make sure that you don't put too many hoops in place that prevent the person making the inquiry to talking with somebody who can actually help them and actually progress the sale as quickly as possible. What I don't want to hear as a buyer is I'm being qualified. I then have to hang up the phone and then I have to wait for when it's convenient for somebody else to call me back again. That's taking me through too many hoops. So progress into your sales conversation as soon as you can once you get that qualified inquiry. Anyway, I hope you found this helpful and I will catch up with you again on another podcast very soon.